And that whole bow with a Southern Twain show is back. Coming to you something like live from San Antonio, the 210. So, <sighs> another show, another day, another week. You know, we're almost at the end of the year. You know, it's been a shitty year. I feel like I've um, come a long way, right? So, first thing I wanted to talk about, just like right off the bat. You know, the other day I was was getting off of work, you know. You know, I had just paid the stupid alcohol machine, which was a bitch. I actually had to borrow money this time. Again, to pay it because... You know, instead of owing it on the 5th, like I thought, I actually had to pay it the 1st, but they give you till the 3rd. Right around till 5 o'clock, right? So, I had to, I couldn't go to a fucking, um, <clears throat> I couldn't call the payment over the phone because... I had a card and I had cash. And I couldn't go to any location and pay it because they only accept cards. Which is fucking crazy. Like, if you don't accept cash, why wouldn't people just pay it over the phone, right? You know? Like, I even figured out a way to bypass the long waiting line. Like, instead of hitting, like, the button for make a payment... You go to the other options. And then you pick the option for like more help or whatever. <clears throat> and then they they send you to somebody right away, you know. That's supposed to help you, you know, with anything that's like general, right? Like anything general about the machine or if you have a question or something. And I'm always like, oh, I'm trying to make a payment. And then they fucking make a payment for you. So, whereas before you had to wait like a ridiculous amount of time, like sometimes it would be like 20 minutes, you know, and then I think they added this feature where they were like, we'll call you back if you want. I was like, I don't need you to call me back. I don't want to get a call from you. You know, I fucking hate you people. Like, I don't want you calling me. Fuck out of here, right? So... Yeah, I don't know. One day I just figured that part out. Like, I don't think anybody else knows it. Like, if anybody else knew about that, like, they would, there would be a line for that too, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's just kind of something I just stumbled upon. But anyways, um, I paid that machine off for the month. And, you know, just kind of a friendly reminder. Supposed to not have it as of June. But, nope, I still got that stupid fuck, so that sucks. Now, you know, I was sitting at the bus stop. You know, I just changed clothes because I fucking hate those pants I wear to work. You know, I bought them at Walmart for like $10, and they don't even stretch. Like, jeans are supposed to stretch. Not these pants. I don't know what the fuck they're made out of, but they don't stretch at all. They just fit weird, too. Like, I can't even walk in them. Like, you ever see those old, like, (laughs) 
the cowboy movies. Like the guy's walking kind of strange. With his hips kind of wide and he's just kind of moving one one leg at a time, like really awkward. That's what I feel like walking in those fucking pants. Like they're not comfortable at all. <clears throat> and the boots are like not really comfortable either. Because they're kind of like fucked up on the inside. So just all sorts of problems going on there. So I changed. I'm trying to go home. I'm sitting at the bus stop. And I'm like looking at my phone, right? Because I always turn the app on. You know, because I like to be ready, right? As soon as the bus comes up. You know, rolling around the corner. I already got my shit set up. So I go to open the app and then it says expired bus pass. And I'm like, fuck. So I didn't have any fucking money, man. Like earlier that day, I told my friend, I was like, you know, she told me she forgot a wallet or whatever. You know, she usually buys us something to eat. And I'm like, well, I think I have like four bucks. So, you know, just take the money and, you know, let me know when, when you get something, right? So we ended up eating something. And there was my money. All I had left was like 50 cents. You need a, which is it? A dollar 45 to jump on that bus. So, yeah, I didn't have enough. And I knew my friend didn't have any money. I mean, she might have had some change in her purse or something, but I don't know. I was just kind of embarrassed. I was like, fuck, man. How did I let this happen? You know? Because <laughs> I had known it expired that same day, but like on the past it says it expires at 2:59 a.m. and for some reason i just i was thinking you know what it's good all day right till 2:59 but no man it's it's good till fucking 3 hours later that day you know like for some reason i thought it was good all day i don't know why shit just kind of happens but I didn't want to go inside and ask anybody for money, even though people have money. All I needed was like a dollar, right? So, I was frustrated because of the machine. Like, I hate fucking paying them. <clears throat> you know, especially since I'm not... Technically, I'm not supposed to be fucking having that stupid machine still. So, I just... I kept walking, you know? I was like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk. You know, maybe I'll find an expired bus pass along the way. You know, maybe some money. I mean, nope, I didn't find anything. You know, I just ended up walking like 10 fucking miles. You know, and I was walking, you know, on the access road of the highway too. And yeah, I made it kind of far. You know, my feet were hurting and everything. <sighs> it started to rain along the way and I had busted out this umbrella that I had found at a bus stop one day. You know, it's a shitty umbrella. I, I was grabbing it from like the metal wind. So, it's like, fuck, man. And finally made it to a McDonald's. You know, and um, I uh, hooked it up to their Wi Fi. <clears throat> you know, I messaged my roommate. And I was like, yo, can you help me out? <laughs> my feet hurt. I'm tired of walking. She's like, where the fuck are you at? And I sent her my location and she's like, how'd you end up there? I was like, I walk from work, you know? She's like, why didn't you call me? You know? 
I'm like, I don't know. I was fucking mad. Like, I don't know how I let this happen. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just get so mad that you just, you're just like, oh, fuck. And then you just, I don't know, you just do stupid shit. Like, walk 10 miles, you know? So, yeah, that happened. It was a very fun, man. I don't know. I, I got to keep a better eye on stuff like this, you know? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how I let that happen. It's never happened to me before. But, yeah. Shitty experience, but I think I learned a lot. Maybe. What's crazy is, you know, sometimes when you tell a story, you know, you're just kind of talking and you don't really have any thoughts about it. You're just kind of just telling a story, you know? Maybe it's the first time you've ever told it. That's a crazy thing because a story, you know, being able to tell a story is in my in my head you know it's an art form you know you know it's a it's a way to express yourself you know you you have plots you have twists you have fucking you have a beginning you had an you have an end i mean stories are magical you know like when somebody's telling you something and they're able to express themselves in such a way where you feel it, you know, you really hear what they're saying. You can, you can picture it in your head, you know, I don't give a fuck if you lying books. I mean, I tell you a good story can kick the shit out of any fucking story written in a book, you know. There's nothing like the art of a conversation, the art of storytelling. Like, I practice telling stories over and over and over, you know? Now, I don't think you can... I don't think you can get better at just telling a story for the first time. I mean, you might have some type of... You might develop some type of... uh, I don't know. What would you call that? Um, Routine, I guess, when it comes to storytelling, you know, that works for you. But as far as just kind of freestyling and not really going with the routine, I don't think you can really get better at it. I'm not really sure. I mean, I think I would rate my storytelling skills pretty good. But I mean, it's just me, though, you know. Like the one I just told you about what happened. You know, I just paused the, I just paused the episode, right? Because uh, I was reading this text, and I was thinking, I was like, man, like that wasn't really good, you know? Like I wasn't really feeling it. But that's the way I, I feel about like half the shit that I put out, you know? Like, sometimes I really feel it, you know, I'm really into it, and I'm just like, man, that shit was fucking magic, you know? That shit was money all day, right? Sometimes I'm just like, oh man, that shit was fucking garbage. And I I sit back and I listen to it later, you know, when I put the episode out. I'm like, goddamn, that was pretty good, or, you know, oh shit, you know, I didn't think it was gonna be like that, you know? And it actually turns out really well. You know, it's just been a few times where... 
you know, I just, I wasn't feeling it. You know, I think I, <clears throat> pretty sure I spoke on this. The episode with Talk Me Up Molly, the follow-up. Like, I was like, nah, this, this ain't, <laughs> this ain't getting out, you know what I mean? And I really, honestly, I thought it was like 15, 20 minutes, but it turned out to be like 40, 45. And I don't, I don't even remember. Like, I don't, I don't think I listened to it the whole way, you know? Because it was just kind of gut-wrenching to me. Like, that's all bad I thought of it. Just, just kind of just sitting there listening to it, so... I'm pretty sure that's never getting out. You know what I mean? It's going to be one of those those episodes that kind of started to get recorded and then is getting placed in a vault, never to be seen again, you know? So, yeah, as I was saying, though, I think, I think the artist storytelling is better than any book written if you're able to tell a story using your words using your your expressions on your face your body language you know i think it's powerful you know and if you can get those people that are listening to you <clears throat> not even try to imagine but just it just kind of happens for them they just uh they just start to form that picture in their head that movie while you're telling a story and they could just see everything just so vividly, you know? That's powerful stuff. You know, I think that the way stories can get better is definitely by telling them over and over and over, you know? And just kind of find, finding that nice little sweet spot. You know what I'm saying? You know, the really good ones have like highs and lows you know, even if it's kind of like just five minutes, you know, you got a really good story, you know, and you can really tell it. You can really use your voice as a tool to paint that picture for the people listening, you know, to really put everything you have into it. You know, I think there's a way to tell a story. And I think there's a way you don't tell a story like <clears throat> Like, if you get really into it, you know, you're really emotional, you're really, you're really feeling it, you know, people can, can see you and they, they just, they can see how you were, or they can see how the character was and the, and what you're saying or what the mood was like, you know what I mean? The environment, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's pretty much more or less kind of better than any fucking movie you can watch. In my opinion, I just, I just love stories though, hearing them, you know, and it just doesn't matter what they're about. Like if they can, they can catch attention, they can draw you in, you know, speaking about any subject. I mean, think about that. You know, there's somebody out there that hates horror movies. There's somebody out there that hates this, that hates that, but if you can get that person to listen to you, if you can get that person to really look at you and really hear what you're saying, I mean, you got something going. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's some powerful shit. 
somebody who would not in any other situation pay attention or bat a fucking eye for what the subject is about. But when you say it, when you speak on it, their head turns, you know? Like you had the curiosity, right? And then when you start really getting into it, really going, you got their attention. Now let's kick this shit off. And that hobo is back on the mic. So, some crazy happened the other day. I was in the car with my roommate. She just gave me a ride, right? And she she swings by and she picks up her kid from the school. Now, <clears throat> he starts telling her that he was getting picked on, right? And... I was like, wow, you know, all of a sudden I had all these like flashbacks of how my childhood was, you know, you know, I spoke on this on the last episode, you know, I was saying how I used to have a lot of trouble with the black kids, right? Like I never understood why it was just, it was just something that happened, you know, it was normal, you know, like when kids pick on you, you have to fucking fight, you know? Like, the thing you have to realize is the shit's going to happen whether you like it or not. Now, I don't know how it is around here, but if you went back and you told your mom and she was like, I'm going to go talk to the principal or I don't know, fucking butch, right? Butch ass mother. But I don't know, whatever your mama sounded like, if she was like, you know, I'm going to go talk to the principal. And we're going to get this straightened out. I mean, nobody's going to hurt my baby. Or, I don't know, whatever they say, right? So, if that happened, right away, like right off the bat, you know what I mean? Just right off the bat. You're going to be looked at as a fucking pussy, you know? Like, that's going to fucking happen. They're going to look at you as a fucking pussy and guess what? They're going to pick on you more. And probably more people are going to hear about this shit. And guess what? They're going to pick on you too. So I tell you this because, you know, he was saying that, you know, the apparently the coach had told him, you know, they couldn't run laps around the football field because it was too hot. I was like, what the fuck, really? Like you put some water out there, you're fucking good. You know what I'm saying? Take some sips and you're fucking golden. Hey, what's the fucking problem? Like, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck they're doing in schools these days, you know? I mean, that's, that just makes sense. You gotta, you gotta fucking make these kids exercise. That's why most of them are just, you know, they're just fluffy. You know, they're, they're marshmallowy. Fucking, you can make a snack out of them because they're fucking so fat, you know? Just eating all that Nutella or whatever it is. Now... Apparently, these kids were kicking him, and they they were grabbing him by the head, and he said he would just keep walking, you know what I mean? Like, for real, <laughs> he's just gonna keep walking? Like, that's a horrible idea, you know what I mean? What's crazy about this kid is, you know, he talks a lot of shit, you know? He carries around this little knife, and then he's like, you know, 
if somebody fucking walks up to me in the street, I'm going to shake them, you know? I'm going to do this to them. I'm going to beat them up and blah, 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 this shit and that shit. And, and then when some shit gets real and he fucking doing it to him, he just, you know, he folds. Now, what's also crazy is his mother told me, you know, she thinks he's going to end up in prison or, you know, he's, he's not to be trusted, you know, as far as, you know, responsibilities because, you know, he's mischievous or he, he likes to get in trouble or I don't know, whatever, whatever. Whatever way you, you choose to put it. Like, honestly, I don't believe that. Like, I don't see it from my own, with my own two eyes. You know? I think, uh... Like, if I, if I was to give an opinion about this kid, you know? Like, I would probably say he's, um... He's sheltered. He, um... His reality doesn't match up with his expectations of how shit's going to play out, you know? Because, let's be real here. Like, if you've never been in a fight, you always get your ass kicked. You never do anything. I'm not saying this is this is him. I'm just saying. Like, you, you're not going to learn how to fight, you know? If you've never had any formal training in martial arts or just defending yourself or had any practice... Yeah, you're going to get your ass kicked, more than likely. Because you're not going to know what to do. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a good way and a bad way to go about things. Now, if you're getting picked on and you don't do anything, like, it's going to keep happening. Now, his mom said that she was going to go tell the principal, speak to him. And I was like, just right off the bat, I mean, I didn't say nothing to her, but I was like, that's the fucking wrong idea. That's... That's out of the big book of terrible ideas. You see what I mean? Like I was saying, it's just you're going to be labeled a pussy. Like your mom has to fight your fucking battles for you, you know? You know? May, may, you know what? Maybe in like second grade. Because, I mean, then I'm, <clears throat> you, know, you don't really have any control what your mom does. You know, you know what I'm saying? But uh, he's in eighth grade. And, yeah, I don't know. I just... I just remember when I was in 8th grade, you know, I was just a totally different, I felt like I was bigger, mature, more mature, you know, I, than, than, you know, than this kid is, and, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand, you know, it's crazy, because, I mean, I, I kind of more or less grew up in this little small town, you know, pretty much a lot of people knew each other, you know. You know, it was always the south side and the north side. I mean, if you lived on the south side, more or less you kind of knew everybody around the area. And if <clears throat> you had family on the north side, you might know people over there. You know what I mean? But the town was small enough to where, I mean, essentially you could probably know most people, you know? But, yeah, if uh, you, got, if you had some trouble in school, I mean, these were neighborhood kids, you know? I mean, you, you pretty much find everybody, you know, like I, we rode our bikes everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what we did. Like, fuck John Musters, fuck that, fuck this. I mean, people say it's a different time nowadays than it is, than it was, right? I don't believe that though. I mean, if you break it down, it was always child molesters. It was always crime. 
and there was always all this terrible shit that people seem to forget has always been around, you know? Now they're just like, oh my gosh, these days are so bad. You used to be able to ride your bike and do this and... It's like, stop right there. Just stop for a moment. Let me drop some knowledge on you. Now, the reason you did those things was because more or less you was bored. You know, like, there wasn't shit to do. You know, like, I had a fucking video game system and stuff. I mean, we spent a lot of hours playing, you know, at each other's houses with Nintendo, Segas, whatever, right? But we also did other shit. We also fucking rode our bikes and went on adventures and fought kids and fucking did other shit, you know? Played street football, basketball, whatever. And, I mean, I I would say the biggest thing, the biggest difference from then and now is technology. I mean, most of these kids have fucking phones. They have tablets. I mean, (laughs) you joke about this, but it's kind of real. You know, um, there are babies out there with phones, you know? So, yeah, I didn't have a fucking phone until I was 18. You know, they weren't affordable. It wasn't, it wasn't a priority, you know? You fucking had a landline. So, yeah, I would say that's the biggest thing, you know? The biggest change from then and now is just technology, you know? Most people just want to sit in front of a fucking phone screen. You know, there's a lot of people out there just, they get together just to hang out and play on the phones together. You know, I don't really get it, but it is what it is, right? I mean, that's just the day and age we are in now. You know, so just going back to what I was saying, you know, just having your mom deal with that, it's just, it's a terrible idea, you know? You know, I would tell my mom, you know, I didn't really tell her to expect her to do anything because I didn't, I didn't expect her to do anything. I mean, <clears throat> she couldn't help me with my homework. She couldn't help me, you know, in, in life as I grew up, as far as giving me advice with my finances, anything school related. You know, my mother, she didn't speak any English, you know, and she came from Mexico. I mean, it's way different over there than it is over here. I mean, you just basically just handle your business, you know? So, I mean, I would I would pretty much tell her without expecting anything. Just kind of venting about getting beat up or fighting people or getting in confrontations or anything, you know? And she was just saying, you know, she would just tell me. And she'd be like, well, well, you feel like you have to do something, you know, do it. I mean, I don't want you to get hurt. You know, if somebody's hitting you, I mean, you got to... <laughs> You got to do something. You can't just stand there, you know? You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just a... You know, I took a back seat this time when I was hearing this. You know, I didn't say anything. You know? And, you know, it just kind of bothered me a little bit. I was just like... You know, I hear this kid talking shit, saying he does all this stuff. You know, Billy Badass type of shit. And, you know, when the fuck with him, he doesn't do a motherfucking thing. You know? It just bothers me because it's just like... <clears throat> you know, if you're out in the street, you know, if somebody squares up to you, you know what I mean? What I mean by that is they got they got their dominant foot back, their weak foot forward, you know? 
and one of the arms is back and one of the arms is forward, right? Kind of like a fighting stance. If they square up to you, like, you know, something's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I see that, if I'm out in the street and I see that shit, somebody does that, I'm going to fucking beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to sit there and let you get the drop on me. I mean, I saw it with my own two eyes. You squared up. You can't sit there and tell me that if you square up, you're not going to do something to me. I mean, I don't fucking know you. You know what I mean? You square up, man. That's that's internationally known. You square up. That body language doesn't matter what fucking what ground you're on. Standing in the world, somebody squares up to you. You know, there's more likely a possibility that they want to fight. They, they're gonna do try to do some some harm towards you, right? So if you see that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna be like one of those people that you always see. Oh, I'm gonna wait till they hit me first. You know what? People get knocked out the first punch, man. So yeah, I'm not. No, that's a horrible idea. If there's there's a fucking brick in the ground, I'm gonna grab it and fucking smack in the face with it. You know. You know if there's a stick, pick it up and whack him in the fucking gut. Hit him in the leg. Smack him in the face, you know? So you get them hunched over, you know? Choke their punk ass out. Put them to sleep. You know, why Why do more work than what you have to do? So, yeah, people square up. <clears throat> more likely it means that uh, some terrible is going to happen or they're going to try to do some harm towards you, you know? Whether or not they're able to, I mean, it just kind of depends, right? But, but, yeah, if somebody's picking on you and you don't do anything, it's going to keep happening. You know, it doesn't matter if it's out in school or if it's in, at work or if it's down the street, whatever, you know. I mean, family family events, you know, there's always somebody that's weak that everybody picks on, you know, pokes at. You know, at work, there's always somebody that everybody makes fun of and pokes at. That's cool. There's always been somebody that people make fun of and poke at, you know? I remember this guy. I, I still remember his fucking name because he was so fucking odd. He had the ugliest fucking name. His name was Aiden Bartek. I mean, think about that name for a moment. Aiden Bartek. It's like, talk about a name that sets you up for failure, you know? It's the opposite of a strong name, you know? But, yeah, this guy was just fucking... He was out there. I don't know if he was retarded or if he was like... He was kind of like maybe a little bit special. It was... He was one of those guys. He just had an interesting face. He did these strange facial expressions. He wore his shorts almost to his fucking dick. You know what I mean? That's how short they were. It was, I mean, he just, he didn't have anything positive going for himself. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, uh, needless to say, he got picked on all the time, right? You know, so that's, that's my point. I mean... <clears throat> There's always somebody out there 
that people are going to feel the need to pick on, you know? And if you happen to be that person and people feel the need to be picked to pick on you, I mean, you got to you got to say something. You can't just sit there. You got to do something, you know? Whether it's slapping one of them motherfuckers in the face, you know, punching them in the throat, you know, getting a fucking pencil and stabbing them in the neck, fucking whatever you gotta do, grab, you know, getting behind them and grabbing them by the ears and pulling them outwards, you know, slapping them, I don't know, whatever you wanna do, I mean, something is better than nothing, you know, because they're gonna be like, oh shit, I don't want, (laughs) I don't want this to happen to me anymore, you know, like, I didn't think they was gonna do anything, yeah, but, you know, a lot of people, for some reason, they just, they feel like it's easier to let it happen, and it is actually confront the problem and handle it. You know, she's just kind of going back to the story, you know. My friend had said she was going to talk to the principal about it. You know, he was, her son was complaining about it. He, he didn't do anything. You know, he's supposed he thinks he's a badass or I don't know what he thinks. But uh, when it when it comes to people picking on me, he doesn't do anything. And she said she didn't want him to do anything. He's like, I don't want to screw up my future. And I'm like, really? You're a fucking eighth grade. How the hell is going to fucking punch a bully in the face or slapping him going to screw up your future? I mean, I don't fucking know, you know? I mean, they already assaulted him. They kicked him. You know what I'm saying? Nothing happened to him. They're still at school. They assaulted him. He didn't do anything to him. There was more people picking on him than there was of him, you know? Like, this is one him. You know, she was telling him not to do anything. She needs to, he needs to tell somebody, right? Like, principal or teacher or whatever. I'm just sitting there thinking, like, they gonna beat the shit out of you. You're not gonna do nothing. You're just gonna let it happen, and then you're gonna go tell a teacher or something. Like, really? Nah, man, I don't, no, I don't want to get punched. I don't want to get kicked or whatever, you know? Like, nah, that's a horrible idea. Let me, let me fucking handle this right now, you know? Like, fuck out of here. You know, I mean, you could do anything, though, is, is my point. You can grab some sand or some dirt, throw it at their face. You spray them with a water hose. You know, carry a can of spray paint, just spray them in the clothes. I mean, most people get pissed if you fucking fuck up their clothes spray their shoes fuck their shoes up people get pissed people cry over stuff like that you know what grab that motherfucker's phone and crack that bitch and then let's see who cries you know what i mean like it's not that hard so yeah i don't i don't even know what what happened though like i haven't i haven't heard anything yet about it i'm kind of curious because just like it's it's crazy to me how people act a certain way they want to portray themselves as this badass or this strong person but in all reality they're just you know they're not they're not those those people that they imagine themselves to be you know when some real shit goes down you know they just they'd rather do nothing 
then do something. Murder Mystery Theater is back with another tale from the other side. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, you know, I, I told you guys that I just got a job, right? And, you know, I, I've been working there. You know, what? one thing I wanted to speak about that now that I just thought about it was... You know, when you start a new job, you know what they what they like to do to people? You know, it happens all the time. They like to fuck you. Now, the reason I say that is, if you do work, you should get paid every day. <clears throat> you should get paid at the end of the day, all that fucking work you did for that day. You know? No, most people, they're like, nah. We're, we're going to pay you every two weeks, you know? We're going to hold a check back, and we're going to do this, and... You know, you're like, are you fucking serious? Like, you want me to show up to fucking work every day, but you don't want to fucking pay me on time. Like, what kind of fucking bullshit is that? Like, that's not even fucking right. Why do they allow... That to happen? Like, when did that start? You know, I got shit to do with money, you know? Like, I earn money. I put in work. Pay me. Like, why is that such a hard concept to grasp? You know, people just take it, you know? Like, shit like that needs to change. There should be no reason why you should have to wait two fucking weeks, you know, to get paid. They're like, oh, uh, uh, pay period. I was like, whose fucking fault is that? I still fucking did work, motherfucker. Like, pay me. You motherfucker, you. You know, that, that happened even worse, though. Let me tell you about a worse situation than that one. You know, actually, I worked at the airport. TSA security. <clears throat> These motherfuckers didn't pay me. For a month. I ain't fucking playing with you guys. They didn't pay me for a month. Like. I had moved down there. You know just to take this job. You know I went through this whole background. Bullshit for, for a long time. You know they finally gave me the job. And. I moved down there. Just for this fucking job. I moved to Dallas. Like four or five hours away, right? And they're like, yeah, we're not gonna pay for a month. We're not gonna give you anywhere to fucking live. We're not gonna feed you. You know, so it's like, why? Why did I take this job again? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not gonna pay me for a month? The fuck, man? So yeah, they, they didn't pay you for, they didn't pay you like, I think it was like every month they paid you. I think, I can't remember, but yeah, the first check didn't come for a month. I didn't get paid till like every month, I believe. Like, why? Why? Why is this allowed to happen? Like, I really don't understand why this happens. Like, if it's your money, you earned it. 
Like, why aren't they paying you? You know, there's, uh, I think the temp agencies more or less are the only ones that do this. They, they pay you every day, you know, they give you a card or whatever. But they put the money in your account, I don't know, every fucking day. And there's no problems, there's no issues. But all these other companies do not want to do that. They want you to fucking wait. Like you ain't got shit to do with the money. What if you can't fucking eat that day because you ain't got no fucking money? But yeah, you work though. You know, I, I told you guys I work at a restaurant, right? And what's crazy is they don't want to fucking feed you, you know? Like they, they what? They give you 50% off? Ooh. How are you supposed to pay for that if you ain't got no goddamn money? Because they, they want to hold the shit back two weeks, you know? Your, your fucking paycheck. So, not even any any free food, you know? Like, hook a motherfucker with some free food. Like, I don't think that's breaking the bank if you give motherfuckers free food, you know? They probably don't make... They, they probably don't pay, like, much for the food, you know, because they, they get it wholesale. And they, obviously, they they make more money than they spend, right? I mean, that's how businesses work. I don't think feeding your employees is a bad thing. I mean, if anything, it'd be a great thing because they'd be happier. They'd probably be more productive because you're not fucking thinking about food, you know, they're you're not going to be hungry. You know what I'm saying? Hunger is like one of those things where while it's happening, it fucking hurts. Like your belly starts hurting. You probably get migraines. Like it becomes a thought that does not go away or get any better till that need for food you know, is fulfilled. Like, you, you're going to continue to be hungry. It's just the way it works. So, it's always baffled me. Like, it, it's also bothering me. Like, um, if you own a restaurant, you got employees that do work for you. Like, how are you not feeding those motherfuckers? Like, what kind of mentality is that? Like, how big... How, how fucked up of a person are you that you're not going to feed the people who line your pockets full of cash, you know? Just think about this. Like that business, I don't care who the fucking manager is. Like if those employees, the ones that are on, on the grind, working, if, if they don't do the shit right... Like, your business is not going to fucking succeed. You know what I mean? It only takes one time, especially in the restaurant business, for shit to get bad, you know? <clears throat> you know, people people talk shit for hair in the food. They talk shit if you put too much onions on there and you said you didn't want any. It'd be fucking anything, you know? I mean, you fuck up once, I mean, that's the end of the world for a lot of people. That's just the way they have the outlook of what just happened to them. Like, if something happened to them, no matter how big or small, they're going to treat it like a catastrophe. 
Either way, Biggest Ma <clears throat> It's like a volcano just blew up. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no in between. There's no rationalizing. There's no taking a step back, trying to gauge the situation and see where it falls. Nope, automatically. It's a catastrophe. It's a natural disaster. You fucked up. Now I'm going to tell you how you fucked up. And I'm going to post it everywhere on social media. It's like, God damn, dude. Like, chill the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, yeah, it's just. I don't know. It bothers me, you know? Like, if I had a restaurant, man, I'd hook everybody up with food, you know? Like, all the employees? Are you kidding me? You know, somebody, somebody who's not hungry that's working for you is going to do a better job. You know, they're going to be happier. You know, food for a lot of people make makes them happy, right? It's like one of the worst feelings is to be hungry. Like you haven't eaten. Possibly one of the worst feelings you can ever feel feel at any given point in time you know you know there are times where you know I've eaten like three meals a day you know that fucking morning the next morning my fucking belly hurts and feels like it hasn't been fed in a long time but in all reality you know that night before I fucking ate you know what I mean And the motherfucker's acting like he hasn't been fed in forever. So it's like, who the fuck understands? But yeah, man, that's all I'm saying. Like, <clears throat> if you own a restaurant and you ain't hooking up your employees with free food, I think you're a piece of shit all motherfucking day. <laughs> The greatest podcast is back in your ears. The world is listening. <laughs> All right, so just kind of going back to what I was speaking about earlier. You know, there's this fights going on, people getting their squabs, and you know, there's a lot of bullying going on in the world. You know, you got this cyber bullying. They got face-to-face bullying you know just kind of give you a situation kind of all munching down around the table eating some some chicken my friend just bought and you know his son's like yeah if somebody called me a beaner we're fighting and I turn around and look at him like beaner (laughs) and he's like nah man like like I wouldn't I wouldn't fight you because you know you uh he was just kidding, right? And I'm like, Boehner, right? I said it a little bit stronger. And then he's like, yeah, it's just, you didn't really say mean. And then I said a little bit meaner. And he just kept backpedaling, right? Like, he was trying to figure out every which way to get out of what he just said. You know, sometimes you, you say some shit and you didn't think about it, you know? And I guess the point I was trying to make to him was... You know, you say that type of shit to the wrong person. 
I don't give a fuck who you are. You know, it's on, right? So I was talking to him and I was like, well, I just did what you said, right? And you didn't do nothing. He's like, well, if I go get up in the middle of the night and I go to the restroom, you open your door and you're like, you fucking beaner. You know, we're boxing. And I'm like, you fucking serious? Like, seriously? And I looked at my roommate and I was like, did you hear this? It was, it was fucking crazy. I mean, the dude's never been in the fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I wouldn't even say fights in school or really anything, you know, like they're usually on it really good, pretty quick, you know, unless you find a really good spot and, you know, the, uh, the faculty is not really aware of what's happening at that particular moment, you know, so yeah, I don't, I don't understand this, uh, this mentality though. Like, how do people form this? Because in this household, you know, the oldest son <clears throat> bullies the other ones. You know, the 13 year old and, you know, the girl that's about to be 18, right? The female. And, you know, it's just like, you don't get your own way and then you just kind of bully people. You know, I think, I think there's a few different ways to, to fix this situation. You know, I'm not going to do it because, you know, for one, I don't want to get in trouble. Second, I mean, that's my friend's kids. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to cause any harm toward them, you know? You know, it's just, you know, I got respect for her like that, you know? Like, I'm not going to sit there and really talk foul to anybody, you know? Make anybody feel uncomfortable or scared more than what they probably already are. You know, I don't know. For some reason, I got that look, man. Like, even people fucking bigger than me are scared of me for some reason. Like, I don't know. Should they be? Probably. But, I mean, that's not the point, right? <laughs> but the thing about bullying, you know, it's kind of like if somebody gets sodomized in prison, you know, they, they get that power they have is a man taken away from them so in return to try to get it back they feel like they need to go off and do that to somebody else you know what i'm saying somebody else needs to feel that pain so that they can kind of more or less redeem themselves you know i know it's not the same thing but i mean in a way it is so I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I have anything against bullying. Like, like I've never really done it because, I mean, it doesn't feel good to me, you know, picking on people. You know, it's always a stronger person picking on a weaker person. It's usually not like a strong person picking on a strong person. You know, if you have that going on, then it's a whole different ballgame. You know, as a kid, I was bullied, you know? I think everybody was. It was just kind of like a part of growing up, you know? And sometimes you could really do some shit about it, and sometimes you couldn't, you know? It's not until you grow older that you develop a way of handling things like that. You know, and some people, unfortunately, they never do. They never, they never figure out that particular way to handle it and 
it just keeps happening over and over you know it's a sad situation but you know it just kind of goes back to darwinism you know survival of the fittest you know obviously if that situation did happen where i did crack the door open while he was going to go to the restroom and i said some shit to him i mean come on he wouldn't do anything you know what i mean i wouldn't expect him to and if he did that'd be fucking crazy you know i think if uh i think if i did try that and he did he didn't want to fight like i wouldn't even hurt the guy you know he's he's a big motherfucker too he's like 360 he's like six foot two so <clears throat> that's crazy to me though because i know like in my head the way i think about him is you know i think he he portrays himself kind of like that thing i said reality does not ever meet up with the expectations right like he's a big dude right he may act a certain way he may do certain things to people he feels like he can overpower and you know bully right but when it comes to somebody else that he's just like eh, probably shouldn't fuck with that person he doesn't do anything you know i think in his head he sees himself as a fucking kid you know what i mean like I, I don't know. I think you have to develop through life experiences so you're able to grow and mature, you know? But if you're not ever placed in situations that will help you grow, you know, it's just you're never you're never going to form a handle. You're never going to have a grasp on what to do when certain situations arise so i don't believe in the whole sheltering your kids thing i mean you never want i believe as a parent to any any harm to come towards your kids you know but in things like fighting and things like you're getting placed in a certain situation where you got to make a certain decision that's going to impact your your life for the worse or for the better. <clears throat> I think you got to be able to have that thing in you to pull the trigger, right? Because like I was saying, like if somebody's beating you up, you know, and you're not able to pull the trigger. Let's say you don't even have a fucking trigger to pull. Like you just have that mentality of like, oh, like I'm scared. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, nah, man, I ain't going to do nothing. Beat me up. Take my wallet, you know? Do whatever the fuck you want. Like, if you don't have that trigger to pull, I mean, you're already fucking lost. I think you you already lost in life. I mean, you, you gotta you gotta be able to have that trigger to pull, and you gotta be able to pull the trigger. Not only do you have to have the trigger, but you gotta be able to pull it, you know, in situations. Is I mean, at the end of the day, it's just you, you know? You, you can't sit there and have that mentality that somebody's always going to be around to help you. That somebody's going to be always there to protect you, to shield you from the world. Because that's, that's not, it's not really a practical thought to have a mentality, you know? Like, of course you're always going to be scared. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. 
<clears throat> but you gotta be able to handle yourself. You gotta be able to to fucking move forward and deal with shit as it happens. Because if you don't, I mean, you're just gonna keep getting bullied. You know, you're gonna it's gonna happen to you, and then you're gonna feel the need to do it to other people. You know, if you're able to take care of your business, if you're able to deal with those predicaments that come across in life, because, I mean, everybody knows life is not perfect. It's not a rainbow. It's not it's not a fuzzy cloud. You know, there's not pillows everywhere for you to fucking, you know, shield yourself from the world. You know, everybody knows that. I mean, some sh- some dirty shit's gonna happen every now and again. You gotta, you just gotta fucking deal with it. I mean, it doesn't doesn't always have to be about physical confrontation, you know. I mean, hell, you you have to deal with work, you have to deal with people, you have to deal with everything just that involves the life, you know. If you can't roll with the punches, it's gonna be sad for you. You know, if you're not able to deal with these bullies, you know, you're you're going to become one. And fortunately, pe- other people are going to feel the same shit you felt. And, you know, that's not that's not a thing you want to pay forward. You know, it's not something that's beautiful. You want to choose to share with the world. You know, if you feel a certain type of pain, you know, let's not ever get to that point where you feel the need to pass that on to somebody else you know that's that's not a beautiful thing it's not anything that benefits the world your community it doesn't even help yourself you know you might feel good for a whole moment you know but after that moment passes just like the shitty way that you felt when it happened to you you're going to feel that again, except you're going to be on the other side, you know, and somebody else is going to feel pain. They're going to, they're going to be hurting. I mean, the last thing you want to do is, is pass negativity on to others. I mean, it's not, it's not a good thing at all. You know, there's a, there's enough bad shit going on. I mean, you, you don't need to add to it. You don't need to be a part of it. It's just, it's too much. You know, when whenever I see people bullying other people, I mean, for the most part, I always try to step in, you know. You know, you got to try to gauge the situation and see what's really happening. I mean, you can't just fucking hear something and see it and then it be like black and white, you know. Because that's not the way the life is. It's not everything's black and white. You could see a certain thing. You could hear a certain thing. But unless you know what's really going on, unless you you know what's really happening, right? You really have no idea. You have no clue. So yeah, you got to. You got. To. You gotta, you gotta handle your business, as I like to say. It's one of those things that it's always gonna be around. It's always gonna happen. Just like racism. I mean, racism is never going away. 
I mean, hell, we could evolve into some different species, and no species, those people that evolved into that, are gonna be bullying the ones that fucking didn't evolve. You know, it just goes back to the Neanderthals and the humans, you know? The regular folks. For some reason, they felt the need to eat the fuck out of these Neanderthals. For what reason is that? I mean, y'all look pretty much the same. You know, those those particular people, I mean, they might have not been the brightest, but, the you know, at the end of the day, they were still fucking people, you know? And the thing I don't understand is, you know, I've spoken on this before, is, you know, I guess the... For lack of a better word, I guess, just the retarded people, the ones with Down syndrome, you know, they look a certain way and they all fucking look the same. Are they kind of like a form of Neanderthals? I mean, I've never even really looked this up, but I mean, I don't know. I would think society would because... I mean, come on, let's be real here. People are fucking evil. People hate you for whatever reason. It could be your shoes. It could be your clothes. It could be just the way you look. Be your hairstyle. I mean, what you drive. I mean, people are so fucking vain. How come nobody's... Or maybe they are. Maybe nobody's speaking about this, but... They very well could be doing something horrible to these people with Down syndrome. You know, that'd be an awesome documentary to see just to know the <clears throat> the dark side of people with Down syndrome. I mean, like I said, I'm not really sure, but something really bad could be happening to these people. You know, there's there's a different side to different things. I mean, everybody grows up differently. Everybody does different stuff. You know, and the, the other people that do other shit that isn't like you, I mean, they they have a whole different view on life. You know, they have a whole different set of life experiences. Just to be able to learn from them is, I think, is a beautiful thing, you know. Just having a different perspective, a different view on life itself. You know, those life experiences are precious. You know, unless you go through that. Unless you go through these things, these these scenarios. These just, <clears throat> you know, everyday life. That you might have just not encountered for whatever reason. Unless you go through that, I mean, you have no idea what it feels like. You know, being able to learn from different people that are unlike yourself. You know, I it's, I think it's a lot of precious knowledge that a lot of people don't take advantage of, you know? A lot of people talk about reading books to learn some stuff. How about you learn some real shit? Talk to people. Talk to people that are unlike you. Talk to people that are not even a part or would never be a part of your social circle. You know, I think that's where the real learning happens. I think that's where real change could happen in people's minds in our way of life, you know? <clears throat> I think if more people 
you know, decided to venture off out of the comfort zone and talk to people and learn from them, from, you know, different cultures, from, like I said, people are like yourself, you know, like I fucking hate old people, but you know, a lot of them old fuckers, man, like they got a lot of life knowledge that you can't just, you can't get in a day that you can't get in a month. I mean, these people got a lot of shit that they've been through. Most of them are different, you know, just like everybody else, right? So if you really sit down and talk to these people and they're able to tell you what has happened, what they've learned, I mean, you can come out with a million dollar education that you will never, ever get from any fucking college. Now, that's some real shit right there. everybody knows what that sound means it's the end of the show (laughs) don't cry about it so it's been a it's been a long fucking week you know plenty of hours put in working grinding and just a lot of stupid choices and some good choices have been made now you know, I, I feel like I'd love to sit here and talk more and more, but there's just, there's not enough time, you know? There's so much shit to do. There's much, so much shit that needs to happen that, unfortunately, a three-hour episode or two hours is, is just not feasible at this particular point in time, right? So, doing the best I can. I'm working with what I got. And I don't know. I, I think this has been a fucking amazing show. I I hate to throw in words like that out there, but that's honestly how I feel. I think I think it's been very informative. I think uh I think for all you listeners out there, for the world listening, I think some really good knowledge can be taken from the words I have spoken on this episode. Like, you can really come away with with some good shit, you know? I think a lot of it, you could probably take it in your own personal life and benefit from. You know, because, like I said, life experiences, <clears throat> you know, it's a, it's an awesome way to grow your mind, to grow as a person, you know, even if you didn't experience them yourself, just hearing about them, just gaining that information from others, you know, it's, it's kind of like Bruce Lee, you know, like, he says, he actually said, I said he says, like he's still fucking alive, come on, but he said, one of the famous quotes was I don't fear a man who knows a thousand moves I fear the man who knows one move 
and has practiced it a thousand times. You know, I think it's the same thing, though. I mean, you can relate that to a lot of different shit. You know, somebody who's practiced an art, somebody who's practiced something, one thing, many, many, many times, is always going to be a lot better than somebody who knows a whole lot of different shit and has just done it once. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that quote, you can... You can take with you and, you know, plug it in pretty much anywhere. And then it'll always benefit you. I think it's a beautiful thing when when people have an original thought, you know, and they share with the world. They're not greedy with it. You know, that's that's what I try to do, you know, with this podcast, you know. You know, I, I speak some real shit. It's not scripted. I don't hold back, and you know what? Nine times out of ten, it's fucking magic. It's it's gold, you know. And it's not something you can buy. You know, you you can't buy this type of shit. You know, like I can't sell it to you. You know, even if you had to pay for this podcast, you had to pay for each episode. Even if you had to do that, <clears throat> you couldn't pay me enough money to sit here. And give you gold every fucking time, you know? It's just, it's not, it's not possible. You know, it has to happen naturally. You know, I can't sit here and fucking do it on command, you know? Like, for me to sit here and do an episode and for it to be good, you know? You know, I have to put myself in a certain place, you know, mentally. You know, without even realizing it. You know, a lot of shit has to align in the world. For me to be able to do what I do. You know, it may not seem like it, but that's what I believe. You know, I think, um, I think that's how it works with a lot of things in life. You know, for you to be able to handle certain things, you got to prepare yourself mentally for whatever grind you're about to embark on, you know? Like, it has to, has to be some type of preparation. There has to be some, some thinking involved, mentally. I mean, physically, you know, you always got to prepare your body for certain things, you know? You know, I'm just grateful, like I, I told you guys about walking 10 miles. Like, I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to. I could have I did nothing. I could have did something else. I mean, I could have played out many a ways but for me to be able to just do that walk 10 miles you know just to be able to do it I mean that says a lot you know what if something happens what if something's going on in the world where cars are not are not around they're not functional anymore for us as a people you know, if you're able to sit there and, and walk 10 miles and still be good, you're able to fucking do certain things and others cannot. I mean, that's a form of evolution itself. I mean, it may not seem like it, but just to be able to do those things when others cannot. I mean, that's that's Darwinism all day, you know? So, not only do you got to prepare yourself mentally, 
but you got to prepare yourself physically for the journey that is life. You know, and part of that is I've been telling you this episode your life experiences. You know, that's that's a big form of preparing for for life, preparing for the world. You know, you, you can't sit there and have a routine and expect you expect yourself to be able to handle all the situations that could arise day in and day out, you know? Whether it be your phone breaks, whether it be your car breaks down, whether it be you losing your job, you not being able to eat, you being homeless, the loss of a loved one, anything you can think of. I mean, you got to be able to prepare yourself before that shit even happens. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you how to do it because everybody's different. Everybody needs to figure that shit out on their own. So, there you go. Food for thought, right? It's that hobo with his southern twang show. Of course, you guys already know. I'm that motherfucker with the million dollar voice. This is the best fucking podcast on planet Earth. You're not going to find anything like this anywhere else. When you got it. You just fucking got it. You know? You guys already know. I'm out, bitches.